0: Bomb Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Sherman, forget it. He's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are
1: you running a business or
0: a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankee win! Pull over. No, it's a cardigan. But thanks for
2: noticing. Are you a fine oh, Fox?
3: <laughs>
0: Telephones are ringing, overload mode in the 21st century Driving home with my hand on the
3: cell phone Pulling over, turning up and dialing to my fingers Going live, it's fine Live, live, live it's fine This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at five. Five Oh, hello, hello, hello Yep,
4: everything looks good Everything sounds good Wasn't that great afternoon entertainment for everybody? Donald Trump is evil. Anyone who who praises him, whoever even says his name in praise is evil. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Oh, my God. Right here on the News and Talk Authority. We have to remind people. The last hearing they had was in the summer. And, uh, of course, we had live coverage today. and, uh, And two people listened to it. That is, uh, and I hate to throw Ken under the bus, but that's Ken Martin and uh, Jim Levin. Actually, Jim didn't even listen to it. I, I, I went by his office. He wasn't listening to AM 1240, ironically enough. But he believed every word. So I'm sorry, folks. I, I, again, unofficially, this is an apology from at least me for what it's worth. Uh, what we aired today does not necessarily reflect the, the uh, uh, how do we put this, uh, the opinions of people that actually do a radio show. But, of course, do reflect the opinions and and ideology of the people who own us, and for that matter, a certain manager, which is fine. I get it. You you, you know, this is historic by some means. You know, whenever there's any type of hearings up on Capitol Hill, and, of course, I'm talking about the the January 6th hearings. uh, You may or may not have been listening to it uh, this afternoon. It came on almost immediately after uh, Jeff Graham's show at 1 o'clock or so. and ended, I don't know, what, 20 minutes ago? And uh, uh, Ken Ken put some put some classic mu- classical music on, not classical. I should say a classic rock song as a buffer between the hearings and regular programming, which was brilliant. And then, of course, you know you got me. So th- th- it was a good chance we wouldn't have had uh, this show on today if they went uh, any further. Uh, but anyway, uh, I apologize, uh, and uh, deserves an apology, Senator. We deserve an apology. <clears throat> I'm gonna get to the bottom of this <clears throat> anyway. Uh, so there you have it. But you know what? Uh, you know, it's like I said, it's an historic. A- in, uh, in in in, Ken felt compelled, along with Jim Levin, to air it uh, right here on AM 1240. Kind of counterintuitive, counterproductive. Which it, which it, it, it goes against what I talk about, Jeff talks about, <coughs> Brian Kilmeade, and every other uh, conservative radio host on this uh, lineup of programming. So it doesn't seem to make much sense, but to them it did. And I have it streaming. I'm at the office uh, this afternoon working on stuff, and I had it streaming. And I said, "Boy, do, should I continue listening to this? I- it's really tough. I mean, for someone in you know on our side, it's really tough because, as we noted yesterday, we had a somewhat of an extensive conversation with uh, Danny Francis, where we described uh, the the nuclear arsenal uh, that uh, certain nations have, and 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 up on top of that list is uh is Russia and we know what's going on in Russia and we know that there's a, a a a threat but if you were like you know zapped from say 1989 to today and started hearing those hearings you would like wow the world's crazy what Donald Trump the, the you know the guy from New York City became president and he allowed all these people to storm the capital and then do this and do that boy the world the country is, is a mess and then you'd think in the back of your head well at least you know the the world still exists and there's no threat of any international uh uh, a threat uh, f- coming from, say, Russia, because remember back in the 80s, they were still, even though that was just prior to the fall of the wall in 1988, 89, whichever, uh, that was always on everyone's mind. Well, at least in the future, it seems like there's no threat to uh, the world peace. Well, there is, and it's going on as, uh, right now, and yet if you listen to those hearings, the, the priorities that the, the Democrats have right now, it's not, it's not you know, uh, what Russia's going to do next, or China, or what that maniac in North Korea... Uh, for that matter, what Iran has up their sleeves—if they wear shirts every now and then, which they rarely do—but neither here nor there. You would think, oh boy, uh, that that—that's the only problem the country has. But it, it, we we have major issues going on right now. Uh, and and I, what was it? Someone called up the Hotline Show today. And says, "Boy, I'm concerned. I don't know if it was the Hotline Show or one of the pundit shows, our own or others or someone else's. Uh, it's it it is a concern. And you know that, that if you listen to what's his name in the morning uh Cheapest Creepers, I'm losing my mind today. Uh, the, uh, uh, I was going to call him the Chris Craft Show. Whatever he is, he, he, he plays this soundbite from a, from a congressperson or somebody, rather, whose daughter is nine years old This says, the world is on fire and we're all going to die. And, again, that's, that's where the Democrats think right now, that the world is on fire, we're all going to die. It's all because of white man and his, his uh, industrial revolution, which was a long, long time ago. That uh, continues today. Too many cars on the road. Too much combustion engines. Too much fossil fuels, and as a result, we'll be dead in what, what AOC said a ten year, or three years ago. We're down to nine years or ten, give or give or take a year, or this nine-year-old child who who's you know who gets this type of information day in day out from her from her school teachers on how evil America is, how terrible we are, and and I I just it, it never seems to add up. But anyway, I digress. Uh, today, uh, I did get an email from Joe Stanley. He will be calling in at the bottom of the hour. Plus, I did take excerpts from the interview that I did right here at the studio uh, next door on the border 106.7 uh, with uh, Congresswoman Claudia Tenney. So, what I plan on doing uh, in the second part of our uh, second half of our show, after Joe's conversation is done, uh, we will. I will rather play that interesting stuff. Uh, the congresswoman was up uh, looking at what will be a proposed uh, customs uh, or border uh, facility right near Clayton. Some people are pushing back on it. And I mentioned this yesterday. There is already an alternative uh, spot for it. Um, so anyway, she talks about that and other things. Uh, so I'll play just 10 minutes of that, uh, no longer than any given conversation when we talk to someone who calls in the show. Actually, it's shorter than that. But the interview itself that we conducted yesterday uh, was roughly about 31 minutes. Uh, And I thought it was appropriate that we do that in three separate segments. So that will come up in our second half of today's show. Other than that, it's a fine day. Uh, Rainy, a little cold, but uh, this is the type of weather we expect this time of year. Tomorrow I will be at uh, Indian River to do the Indian River. uh, who, Who do they play? Do they play Camden? I forget who they're playing. But nonetheless, for the first time, I'll be up in Indian River. Indian River typically is the team's to look at the watch i should say each and every year and uh, there's a very good chance obviously they'll go to the sectionals i always do that in the postseason but there's a very good chance they'll go to the dome and then beyond that they'll go to the states uh the football program up at uh, indian river just outstanding so uh, that should be exciting we covered them the second week of the season against carthage they look very good uh, last year, it was completely opposite. Where Car- actually, it was two years ago. Carthage kind of manhandled uh, Indian River. So it goes back and forth between those two schools. But it seems like this is Indian River's uh, year. So that's tomorrow night right here on AM 1240 at 7 p.m. Let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on the air. You Turn off your radio. Turn off your radio. You know this, the lefty. Come on.
1: That's my Bluetooth switched over because when you call, you can't hear the phone anymore,
4: and I'm in the car driving along. All right, but you, st- but you still I'll... sound weak.
1: Sorry, sorry, it's better now. I'll turn off the heat. Yeah, there you go. Anywho, no doubt you listened to the hotline today.
4: I heard a little bit of it. I can't tell you uh, uh, all of it, but what, what 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 are you what are you thinking? It,
1: you know, Danny wants Jeff off the air. Oh, oh yeah, I did. No, no I didn't hear that one, part, but I
4: heard about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's one of those threatening things. Now, I hope Danny's listening, and I hope he can be objective, and I hope he can go back and re-listen to it, because I did, because I just couldn't believe it. Right. But what this typically is, is this is someone on their side that wants to silence someone that they don't agree with.
3: Right, right.
1: He wants, he wants that silence, because he doesn't think there's any way in his imagination. It's what he's thinking. It isn't, like, the facts, whether or not he's right or wrong. His mindset is there's no possibility of anything except for the way he's seeing it on january sixth. that's a hundred percent the only way it is is the way he seeing
3: it right, right.
1: it's an insurrection in his mind Right. and there's no one that's going to convince him any other way and he doesn't want anyone he even said he doesn't want Jeff spreading that on the air because right. people don't think it's true well it's fifty percent of the country believe it's true fifty percent
3: right.
1: believe it isn't fifty percent believe there's voter fraud. But now on the other half, there's even more that are believing there's voter fraud. Mm-hmm. This is all going on right now. There was definitely voter fraud, and there's no two ways about it. That's my opinion. I don't want to be silent on it. I'll let him have his opinion. Sure. Up yep, and tell you his side of the story. It's a 50-50 sw- swing on the whole country right now.
4: 50-50. But, yeah, I don't like, know if it's 50-50, you know, but neither here nor there. Even if it was 90-10 uh, and 90% thought it was fraudulent, they still have the right to say that because we are Americans. And they should not be oppressed or, you know, well, or denounced for it. Of of the
1: of the midterms coming up, yeah. Seventy percent of the people running yeah. believe there was voter fraud. Right. They are standing strong that Trump is still president and Biden isn't. Right. That's very strong to have a light opinion like I have that uh, I don't North
4: know where North you're getting that law. data from. Wait wait, did you say seventy percent of the country? Is that all registered voters or just just No, Republicans? no,
1: no, not country. No, no, no. Seven percent tr- of the people of the Republican okay,
4: gotcha, gotcha. Yeah.
1: getting voted right. voting on in the mid getting voted on in the midterm, gotcha. whatever their position may be. Sure. sure. Candidates. I know. Whether they're incumbents or they're running for it. The Republican Party believes seventy percent of them believe mm-hmm. that there was, you know, Business that the, there, there was voter fraud, and that this is the re- election isn't necessarily correct. Hmm. I'm believing even less than that, and I think the mayor believes, well, you know, if there's something said that there were so many votes right. more than registered voters showed beforehand, exactly. more than. There had never been for another election, and we were supposed to have problems voting, and it was supposed to be a low turnout. Right. All those things just don't add up. Everybody's going to have that opinion. I'm not saying it's right, because right. we're never going to do it. Your
4: but point not is. I
1: point. Okay, hold on. Hold. you to say, I, I, know. I don't know, but it
4: makes more sense to me. Yeah.
1: You just, you, Danny has to listen, and, and you can't really just do that. It's like when he was doing interrogation, and he wanted to silence someone. He could silence someone. Well, you can't. He's well, not really interrogating him. Right. He's having a conversation with him, and he doesn't seem to know how to have this conversation where You hear both sides, right. and you might say, well, "Well, we'll have to agree to disagree." But no, it's got to be. You can't be on the air anymore. I need to silence you. Right. This it's, is just complete bureaucracy at the very worst. Yeah, yeah, This is the the worst type of you know bad
4: United know States feeling that we've yeah. ever had. And, yeah,
1: yeah. It's just it's very. Someone yeah. like him doesn't have any place in office. But there's a lot of people that are like just like him that are in office.
4: Okay, right. And Uh, lefty, lefty, we got your point. We got your point. But here's let me just interject here, please, Uh, because what what Danny represents is you know the the view crowd that I often refer to as they they do they, they feel this way that the Jeff Grams or for that matter the lefties or the Glenn Currys of the world are espousing wrong or disinformation, and as a result, it threatens our democracy. So therefore, the Constitution does not uphold someone who's threatening our democracy. Remember what I've been saying about Alan Dershowitz in relation to President Trump. His elite friends say that the, con- the Constitution does not uh, uh, is not upheld at all when it comes to the era of Donald Trump and his administration because he's a threat to democracy. Therefore, every constitutional rule means nothing. And that's how Danny thinks. That's how SG thinks. And that, quite frankly, is how most of America thinks. Because I really think that America is more liberal now than ever before <clears throat> and i don't think we can ever turn this bus around so there you have it i'm sorry i can am sorry you can't breathe no I, I could really breathe all of a sudden I just, I just couldn't i, I, I could no, i'm fine so uh, no uh, that's that problem's taken care of i just i just uh, started uh, choking to death for some reason but anyway do you see what i'm saying D- i mean danny uh, I no, knows more about the constitution than the average person but he throws it right out the window when it comes to anybody That speaks up against the the so-called insurrection. That's dangerous to him. And he thinks that Jeff Graham, a former mayor of Watertown, a town of roughly 26,000 people, less now, now that Jeff's not mayor, by the way, uh, is a threat to society by espousing what he thinks on a little one-kilowatt radio station. That's ridiculous. That's overstating. That's how we, we hear a lot of things from the left. And it should be no surprise. And by the way, Lefty, you know this. Not the first time that Danny has made that threat. And he's made other threats about no. never calling back again. And he calls back no. three weeks later, whichever. So yeah, this is no tell you nothing what, new. And
1: he's got him and, and him and the rest of the media need to stop misusing the <coughs> word insurrection. And they need to really clarify what they think could have happened. Yeah. If there was an organized militia and went in there and actually had a resurrection. They would have, without a doubt, killed a lot of people because we were caught with our pants down. Right. They would have taken over the building, right. but that has nothing at all to do with no. taking over the government.
4: I agree, I nothing agree. at all. I
1: agree. Now, all the that the best case scenario for a militia, an organized militia—I mean, a good one with a hundred men—sweet
4: militia would be,
1: the, would be to take over the building. That that would have nothing to do with taking over the country. Right, right. right. I I just hate to hear things like that said. This was just, you know, this was like a. You know, an organized golf club going in there. Exactly. That's all that was. Right. You know, it was like I, nothing. I so got
4: to go because to think I think I their I, own. I think someone's on the phone. It might be a retort. It might be the other end of uh, what we're talking about here. But I don't know that for sure because this is a radio show without a, a producer. But I got to go, Lefty. But thank you for the call. Bye-bye now, don't you know. All right, that's Lefty. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. How are
3: you doing today, buddy?
4: It's the gun nut. It, what's happening, gun nut?
3: Not much raining, raining yeah, all over. At one um, point, it was
4: raining cats and dogs. I'm dolls. hoping we
3: get. I hope we keep some decent weather, but I know the hunters well, were ready to get it cold. Yeah, sure. We'll sure. see how it goes. Right. You know, I, I listen to this debate as usual. I think lefties on the money. Yes. let's talk about these things. Don't do what the Dannys did last election, which was smother uh, hurtful true stories about laptops or la- or about selling influence to china let us right. let's not talk about that right that that's what the dannys have given us and get off this topic about um well, well the january 6th let's yeah. look at all the things the dannys have lied to us about what's that okay let's go let's inflation right the first thing we heard was it didn't exist hmm. Then we heard that it's transitory, it'll right. be real fine, don't worry about right, it. Right. And then they admitted it was there, but they lie about the numbers. Sure. Sure. So they, they, the, the Danny's didn't do too well on being honest about that. Right. Then you, then you can move out, down to the border. Right. Well, first they said the border's secure. Right. And then they said, well, uh, we, it's it securely, I think that's what uh, Kamala or Kamala
4: or whatever. It's secure, it was, and she hasn't been um, to Europe she, either.
3: Yeah, she said, you know, not, no, it's it's secure. Right. They've lied about that right. up and down. They lied about the expenditures, all these, you know, SG was gushing the other day about how he passed legislation. Yeah, it's that legislation that's killing people who work. Right. Right. Not, not people like SG, but, right. but people who work. Right. People who save for retirement mm-hmm. and, don't, and don't get their pain medication right. paid for by the taxpayers.
4: Right. Right There you go. Boy, we're stirring wow. things up today. Uh, no, I, listen, I, I'm with you. But the, uh, but uh, Gunnut, you know, I, you know as, as it stands right now, you and I could talk ad nauseum forever until yeah. we drop dead. It yeah. won't matter because it comes back to what I can't I, – I don't like repeating myself. I say that a lot. I hate saying that. That's repeating myself. But it comes down to – in an era of Donald Trump, when he came down that escalator in June of 2015, the Constitution, gun nut, means nothing anymore. Not anymore. It's Not it's anymore. And these people,
3: I thought Dan took an oath about the country.
4: We all did. I mean, of course, you if know, you're a Marine, well, you're a military, we all, well, human being, you a citizen. Right. And it's it's changed and I again, I was trying to sum things up as best I could. I go, geez, it seems like there's this constant double standard that I hate talking uh-huh. about, but you know well, we, listen, we see it every day.
3: Look at look at look at yesterday. Yeah, when President Dead said. You know, my son lost his life.
4: In Iraq. That's what he said. Yeah,
3: He lost his life in Iraq.
4: Right, right. Now,
3: Dan, you you supposedly have respect for military service. Right. Are you going to stand there and support that kind of lying? Right, when he died of a brain tumor. No doubt doubt you will, because it's a party thing. But, you know, this is the kind of stuff we've been putting up with. And now the Danny's want us to believe Mm -hmm. this other stuff. You, you can't lie about everything. No. Laptops, inflation, taxes, right. borders. You can't lie about everything. They lied about the right. the uh, um, the COVID vaccine.
4: Right, right, right. Well, they didn't know. You know? So they went with They lied anyway.
3: about everything possible. Right. And now Dan wants to tell us to listen to him.
4: Right, right.
3: Now, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Right. As far as where the world's going, I. Romney said it best a few years ago when he said what he used the 47, 46 percent. Yeah, he did. He said, "Yeah, forty six percent." what he was so running, we don't yeah. have any any skin in the game.
4: Right, exactly. And
3: now that has gone up to about, I think it's about fifty one fifty two. Sure because the poor schmucks as as your owner likes to say right. the poor schmucks that are working right. uh, you know they they're getting screwed they right. they the inflation's killing their retirement and everything right. but the 51% right. that are getting you know, free housing, free this, free this, free this. They don't have any skin in it. Exactly. They don't care. That's
4: a good point. Bringing well, up Romney, but let,
3: let's bring up one more success story for you. That Danny talks about education, right. how important it is. Right. We just saw the other day that our test scores are down lower than they've been in thirty that, years.
4: Right. Right. Right.
3: No. No. Yeah. No. Are we going to lie about that too, Dan?
4: No, well i hang up play and, and give Dan a chance to lie. All right. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Gun. Gun, not bringing up stuff. It might be Attorney Joe Stanley though. Hi, you're on the air.
0: No, no, it's, it's... but I about, about had it with that
4: a-hole. Oh, no, 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 That's abbreviated. That's I might have to go. No, I hate to be a jerk, but I might have to go because Joe's going to be calling. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, Joe's get calling, it. I'll call get get back, it. back
0: after. But I, you I got to call back after. Since 83, I worked my butt off after I got out to become operations manager. He didn't know it was dad's birthday. Sorry. Then a 17-year-old kid running a stop sign and ran in a car and screwed my life up. And I'm getting sick of him. You know, making comments about being, being disabled
3: because I, you know, I know. <laughs> it sucks.
4: All right, it all right. Sucks. So, did you no, listen to I the hearings today, SG? Just do me a favor. Yeah, yes, did it, you? It, you it, you it, did. It, you you listen to? Did you listen to them on AM 1240? Did you watch them on TV with no, popcorn and them, soda? It, you
0: know, if people can't see TV, uh, you know, th- but there's a lot of videos in them, so I don't. Yeah, doesn't make a lot of sense to have it on the radio. You know
4: what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So, do you? So you didn't hear it on AM 1240?
0: No, no, because I won't do to. Okay. Yeah.
4: So there's there's one person. That could have listened to AM 1240 today for what, three and a half, four hours? And yeah. you didn't even do that. So,
0: what a colossal yeah, I mean, waste. Maybe people work and want to, but I think most people will watch it on YouTube or whatever after the fact. So, I mean, I don't think it's a major thing to No,
4: the point that. is, nobody, not even but the it, liberals, it, it, are watching it, it, that stuff. No one's watching it. it. it no one's
0: it, listening it. to it. A 100%. Hundred percent an insurrection, but but whatever, whatever. Yeah,
4: no, hundred percent insurrection is just like what Lefty said. You know, we had uh, an armed militia. Sweet militia, Uh, not not what Danny says. Oh, they had some muskets across the Potomac. What? What what is who's this? uh, George Washington officers
0: were injured. 140 police officers there. Yeah, you can't
4: believe any miles. of those numbers. Uh, because, oh, come on. Especially when they come say on. five people died what and video? no one died what, other than a protester.
0: It, it was brutal. It was brutal.
4: How many, let me ask you this. SG, how many hours was it from start to finish, the insurrection on January 6th? How many hours? Like four, maybe five. It was three know. and a half hours. Three and a half what hours. That? It was three and a half yeah. hours. Well, I said four, so... Yeah, I know. And even hour. Okay, so even if it's four... And how were they purged out of there? What was it that got all the protesters out of the uh, Capitol building?
0: Uh, the president t- told them to go home uh he, well and that was part of it I don't think at that point it was too they late don't listen. They
4: did, uh, yeah well because a lot of people looked at it like uh, oh wow the doors are open and the whole world is going through there it's let's make that same bad mistake theater. as well and they did and a lot of people are paying for that unfortunately but none of them walked in there with the intent to knock over one bust one statue oh, or, or, and no and, one did
0: oh come on they, they, no they, one they did crapped the, they, they crapped in the rotunda. they, they there was blood smear
4: Oh, come on. First of all, I didn't hear about anyone defecating in the rotunda. Could you didn't either. You watch the
0: channel that du- nah, doesn't... No, no. And if that... Okay, at a thousand no of people that, there, that stormed... There were all kinds of gun charges. All uh, kinds
4: of gun charges. Uh, uh, no, what, no, there were no gun charges. Ki- no, no, all kinds of
0: gun charges. You just don't all hear kind. about it. What does all kinds mean? Tucker.
4: It, no, I, 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 I'm not just kidding. Believe me, I get my... Charges. Listen, I got to go. Joe's calling
5: you
4: right now. This is a mad world. And it's attorney Joe Stanley. How are you doing, Joe?
5: I'm good, Glenn. I'm good. Sorry about yesterday. I was no, a little
4: busy. No, no, that's okay. Uh, what I was, uh, wanted to talk about yesterday, and I, I saved it for today, is uh, this is an observation, Joe. Now, it's cold season now, t- starting today, it seems. Today was rainy. But one thing I've observed, and I know that you have, have had at least one case that involves someone riding a motorized bicycle. I see them everywhere. And uh, they're cheap. You can get a motorized bicycle, I think, for like four or $500. And everyone who's ever had a DWI in their life is now resorting to getting a motorized uh, bicycle because I believe, Joe, if I'm not mistaken, if you don't have a license because of a DWI or if you don't have a car uh, or a license for that matter without a DWI, you can ride a motorized uh, bicycle. And they're the ones with the big fat tires, and they travel upwards of upwards of thirty, maybe thirty-five miles per hour. I haven't seen one go that fast, Joe. But I've got to ask you: Have you had a case yet of either a pedestrian getting hit or a car hitting someone with a with a, on a motorized bicycle? I uh, yeah,
5: we've had. A, I know we've had a couple cases of cars hitting motorized vehicles of some kind. Right. You know, there's there's a you know it's not just bikes there's you know there's all sorts of motorized vehicles that are not right. you know m- not automobiles that don't have to be licensed and registered some have two wheels some have three you
4: know yeah and 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 I know I'm not com- I'm not comparing it to like the mopeds although they're dangerous as well Uh, And a lot of times people ride them around seasonally and so forth. But, boy, have you noticed the amount? Again, these are uh, regular, uh, you know, kind of like mountain bike style designs.
5: Syracuse has those available as as rentals all over the city. Right. So people ride, ride them all You see them all over the place.
4: To me, to me, it's like it's one thing. I mean, we all have pers- I mean, there's this famous story of this uh, uh, in uh, this indigenous group somewhere in Africa where, you know, their 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 means of perspective is very limited when they go out in the horizon because they're so li- they're in uh, they're in uh, forests or jungles. And when they go out in the prairie, they, their whole perspective is thrown off. As drivers, when you see someone riding down the road on a bicycle, your perception, Joe, is that someone on a bicycle, I have more than enough time to get in front of them, not realizing that they're in excess of maybe three, four times faster than the average bicycle ride based on leg power and so forth. So um, my guess is, and I don't know if anyone can calculate this, or maybe I'm overstating it myself, but people just don't give this, I don't. I have to learn now that when you see a bicycle, it doesn't necessarily mean you have enough time to get in front of them at an intersection. So, do you see that as a threat to danger to one people that are driving, and certainly people riding those things?
5: Well, I, well, it's always a threat if you can't see somebody. And actually, I, I had somebody on one of those motorized ones, and I, I'm thinking, my what I thought is they have to. This guy was not going in the. He was going against traffic, right? Which is suicide, and he's going. First of all, you un- can't do it in a bicycle, let alone in something that's going faster. Right. There's all sorts of reasons. You have to go with traffic. Sure. Because if you're going against traffic, at whether it's 10 miles an hour in a bike or 25, right. you're, there's no way the car is going to react. Right. So th- right. this guy, I, I'm thinking to myself, you're an idiot. Right. What are you doing? You're supposed to be driving with traffic and following the rules of the road, sure. whether you're riding a bike that's motorized or not. Right. And if you're not, yeah, that is putting yourself at serious risk sure. because most of, most people, even though they're supposed, to, they should wear a helmet, they don't wear helmets. Right. You know, they don't even have protective gear on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's dangerous if you're not paying attention and following the rules of the road.
4: Right, because even if, like you know a, a knee-jerk reaction, if like a squirrel runs in front of you of your motorized bike when you're going against traffic, you're gonna sway into traffic on a head-on collision. You, you, you're dead, Joe. It's it, it's it, you. If you do, if if you if you survive it, you're gonna you're not gonna want to survive it when you're going at that uh, at that speed. So that's a good point. Uh, so anyway, I, I I see that as as uh, as a threat. Uh, I see. And by the way, just as a, a cultural observation, the people that are riding these bikes, Joe, seem to be the ones that can't drive legally because of DWIs. It's just an observation. Maybe it's just because of Watertown. But it seems to be those guys that love to go to the local cr- uh, grocery store, get themselves a 12-pack, put it under their arm, and they're home one-fourth of the time. Uh, it, it's, it's quicker than normal. Uh, but to me, it's st- still dangerous. And, and in addition to that, Joe, we talked about this before, the, the side-by-sides, the ATVs and ATVs in general, they don't have to be, you know, registered. do you have to register them to ride them? Oh yeah, they're,
5: yes, they're supposed to be licensed, registered and insured. Yes, so, ATVs,
4: uh, what about these motorized bicycles?
5: They're, driven on road. they're not supposed to be driven on road. No, they're
4: not. No, so they're not. Do you think that's going to change once, I mean, the, the accidents are going to start happening, because, let's face it, I'm not a physics major. You know more about physics than I do, Joe. You've done a lot of these cases. But if you have increased the speed of someone on a two-wheel bicycle, and a normal city street, and you've you've increased the speed upwards of two, maybe three times, does that mean exponentially at least (laughs) that that increases the chances of (laughs) bodily harm and death, in your opinion?
5: Well, Obviously, again, the faster you go and you're not following the rules of the road and people aren't watching you, you're going to get hurt.
4: Right, right, right. You're
5: going faster.
4: Uh, well, anyway, I, I had that on my mind. And it's, it's one of those things because I, I, I must have I, – well, I talked to you last Wednesday – and, and I, it's one of those things where I observe and I see it, and I see those big, fat tires, Joe, and I know right away that they're, and they're, not, they're not expensive, too. So, and by the way, some of those dirt bikes, uh, the 1030-speed, you know, the ones that you get, uh, the, some of them are like 1500 bucks. These motorized bikes are actually less than that. And I notice also uh, a, a lot of the box stores are selling these, these three-wheeler buggies for like $600. Uh, So anyway, which is good because people are trying to save money. Gas is going up again. So as a consequence, they're they're looking for alternatives. But I look at that as, as a dangerous thing. So anyway, today, perfect example of wet leaves. And my car has thin, thin wheels, Joe, despite the fact that I left my snow tires on all year round. I shouldn't do that. That's a pretty dumb thing to do. But uh, that said, uh, uh, now is the time, obviously. Yeah, it's not It's not good. Uh, <clears throat> and my car is so light that sometimes I, I, I spin my wheels when I'm in an intersection when I'm trying to get in front of somebody. But anyway, that's my observation on that. <clears throat> so it's not advisable to have snow tires year round, Joe, is it?
5: No. I, well, you know, you're not supposed to have your snow tires on year-round because it's different traction. I mean, they're okay, but they're not nearly as good as regular tires in the regular season. Right. For rain, and snow tires are meant for the winter, and now when you, you're winter, your snow tires are going to be bald, and so you'll have to buy new snow tires. Right,
4: and I, and I always think of it like a <clears throat> somebody, for instance, that, that leaves their Christmas lights up. They don't have to do it.
5: Every well, year, so. you know, you know the the material that snow tires are made out of. When it's hot out, they 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 wear tremendously. I mean, they wear three times as fast as as regular tires. So if you're driving them when it was hot, they just you're, you're they're probably bald already.
4: They look okay, but you're probably right. I should check that out, Joe. I'm so sorry. I'm having a coughing fit here because I just for some reason something went down wrong and I apologize for this, but i got to get a glass of water, and I don't have a producer to do this. So if you don't mind, i got to ask you, when people need to get in contact with you or any one of your associates, Joe, how can one do that?
5: Sure. StanleyLawOffices.com is our website. My email is Joe at StanleyLawOffices.com. dot
4: and by the way, uh, Rocky Horror, two nights this week, uh, th- uh, in a couple weeks. It's on Halloween weekend, and we're pairing it up with the horror movie that I'm in called Brain Hunter. So we'll do two nights this week. Hopefully we'll double the amount of money <coughs> for music for the mission. And Joe, thank you.
5: Thanks, Ben. Thanks a <laughs> thank so go, thank go take care. Go take care of yourself. I Bye. will.
4: Thanks, Joe. That's uh, Joe Stanley. Oh, <coughs> uh, good. Christmas. Simply. All right. Well, thank you once again to Attorney Joe Stanley. Sorry for cutting that off a bit early today. But as you can see, I needed some help. (sighs) boy. Not the entire day. I didn't cough. The entire day. I said, oh, you talk too fast. You're not giving yourself enough breath. I don't know what the hell it is. But, boy, it's annoying. And I know it's annoying to you, too. I I don't blame you for cutting me off. I I, I hated it when uh, Hillary Clinton went into a coughing fit like six, seven years ago. Oh, or anybody, for that matter. It, I mean, it, it's it's it sounds like, oh, that's pretty rude. But you know, sometimes like it's you, you've sneezed ten times enough, I, I, enough already. How many times do I have to say God bless you, Or Kazuntai. Stop it! Stop it! Oh, sorry. All right. Anyway, uh, back to the phones. Let's see. who's there. It's probably S G again. Hi, you're on the air.
2: No, it's not S G. What's happening? <laughs> This is. Uh, I, I'm, uh, there's three things. I missed the hotline
4: today, so was something. Could you give me a, a 30 seconds? <coughs> yeah. Uh, what well, uh, the, the the discussion of January 6 came up, the so-called insurrection, and uh, you know Jeff Graham, you know, espoused his own opinion about it. And uh, at that point, at some point rather, uh, Danny Francis called in, uh, exclaiming that Jeff was wrong, and not only was he disseminating uh, disinformation. I'm I'm paraphrasing what I heard from others. Uh, and, and in addition to that, Jeff uh, came up to me after the show, and he said, "Oh, that Danny Francis. Now he wants me off the air again." I says, "Well, so Danny uh, declared that Jeff should be taking off the air uh, for what he was saying today about January six, two 2021.
2: So there. You go. Ah yes, comrade, comrade.
4: Right, right, uh, right.
2: Censorship. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So, right. Uh, right.
2: that's okay. Now I get it. I was I, I generally listened, but I didn't have a chance. Yeah. The other thing is, there's uh, two other things. Uh, January six, Larry urn. Dr. Larry Arnn of Hillsdale College was interviewed by um, Hugh Hewitt, who was on your station.
4: Yeah, in the morning. Yeah. Uh,
2: about, about two days after that happened, and uh, Hugh Hewitt says, well, well, Trump caused all this. He says, no, he didn't. He says, I read the entire, um, uh, what do you call it, The uh, transcript, the transcript of the thing twice. He says, there's there's nowhere in there. In fact, I, I say, let's watch uh, Trump, his whole speech. Right. So, See, he was probably drinking water and had a breathing air that day too.
4: Yes, he, he probably, probably had. had a
2: couple of uh, went to the bathroom two or three times. Right. You so. know.
4: Yeah. No, I, I agree with I agree with you. But here's the one thing I got to say. I'm just going to go out on limb when I say this too. It's 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 a little controversial for me to say this, but you know you got to admit when you listen to the hearings like I was today, I was the only one apparently listening to AM 1240, and and when you hear it, it sounds like oh boy, jeez. Donald Trump had led them to the Capitol and sat there, uh, you know, in his in in the Oval Office, and he didn't do anything for the three hours when it was going on. And there's other things uh, that they were uh, alleging as well. So on the surface, you know, they put on a good cat and pony, uh, dog and pony show. Uh, It does sound compelling. Um, but, and, uh, again, I, 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 they're never going to move on. This is their two-year w- window where they have uh, both the Congress, uh, on both sides at least, in their favor. So they're going to come up with, w- with as much as they can to make uh, you know, Trump and his supporters look nefarious. So that's my observation. Did you
2: think, I know, but you, did you notice how they have not talked about how Trump wanted to bring in ten to 20,000 uh, National Guardsmen I because there's going to be over a million people there? And Nancy Pelosi, right. uh, they've point. got emails to prove it. to uh, right. Turned it down, and the mayor of uh, Blauzer or Bob Bowser, whatever.
4: Yeah, right. Name,
2: of Washington D.C. turned it down. Right. So, you know, he can't just order that. They have to get permission. Right. Next thing is, I hear you say, and I'm not, I'm not picking on you. Okay? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. We are actually a representative uh, or representative republic or constitutional republic. Okay. We are not a democracy. They huh. always say democracy. Democracy is. Uh, one uh, one uh vote uh, you know one uh one vote, one person, and um uh that's what they want us to be because uh it we we really aren't we are a republic mm-hmm. and uh they 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 saying democracy oh democracy this democracy that well it, it isn't true well and, i mean uh, it,
4: it, if if I'm for instance using the word incorrectly uh and and again, not to pass no, not the, the blame on others, but it is a word that's used very commonly. Uh, for America, would you agree?
2: I know, but the, a democ- if you look it up right. and you really read into it, um, there's uh, a representative republic is what uh, Benjamin Franklin told the person outside that the hall uh-huh. uh, back way back then, and uh, if you keep it, and uh, a democracy is is uh, well, that's like you know, it's like Stalin said, he gets the credit for it. It's not right. who votes who get to count the vote is what counts
4: right right
2: but um anyway no i, uh, I appreciate not, that
4: um it's gonna be know know tough for know. me to walk away from the word democracy because i've, I've been saying it all my life and and I that, uh, yeah but, yeah but
2: but everybody's i know that it's a colloquialism. yeah yeah sure it's, re-
4: it's, right. it's
2: really uh um uh, uh it's making people's turns to the left right and um Mm-hmm. liberal of the '50s and '60s, which makes me to the right of the tail of the Hun. <laughs> um, yes. John, like I said before, John Kennedy couldn't be elected in 2009 when we uh, right. uh, were going after for uh, uh, Doug Hoffman because um, mm. he would be too conservative. Right now, to even be a Republican.
4: Yeah, but you know, it's funny you should say that because you know you would say the same thing. For instance, uh, and, th- and then I got to go, uh, uh, Schumer. Uh, wasn't as radical as he is today. Schuman's been in politics for a very, very long time, so I think someone like John F. Kennedy, despite you know what we knew about him up until when he was killed in '63, more than likely, like so many other people, if they were still alive and in politics 40, 50 years later, they would probably uh, you know conform to the new Democratic Party so that they they could be, you know they can get votes from the X, Y, Z generation.
2: Sure, you, Bobby Kennedy a
4: shot. Well, Ted They've Kennedy probably would jump that uh, that that shark. That's for sure. Uh, but again, I just that 's my observation from the people that we know that have been in politics since the seventies and eighties. Biden included uh Biden, we have Biden on tape over the years talking about things that if he said today he he would be thrown out of office or or they wouldn 't elect him. Uh, but now he has to conform to what is necessary in well, order to we'll win, win over take people. Over. We'll, 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 we'll- Definitely. Taking over. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. But thank you, my friend. Thanks for the yeah. clarification. Well, very talk. welcome. Thank you. There's a smart guy who knows what he's talking about. Someone was on the phone, but we lost them. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to play the first ten minutes of my conversation. Uh, someone's calling in. Wait, this this person's in interesting. Getting in. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn. So
3: I've been hearing disinformation stands. Been trying to get. Wow, it's uh, a gun,
4: it's uh, it's radio, huh? it, yeah, it's uh, it's Donny. Donny, where you been? Long time no see. are You in town right now?
3: Um, almost. Um, I'm almost to the New York border.
4: All right. So coming back from Florida, Donnie has been helping out uh, people in need after Hurricane uh, Ian. Ian, excuse me. Uh, yeah. Today, yeah, uh, they, it's, w- it's w- a complete that disaster down there. People, it's bad. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's old news. No one cares. No, just kidding. I'm being selfish. <laughs> You're probably right. No, it's funny that yeah, it's funny because the news cycles, the news cycles. You know, when Katrina right. Katrina hit, uh, it was the biggest story of 2005. Uh, and other things that you know like you, you go back to the 80s well before you were born there Donnie or thereabouts uh, the, the Challenger blew up in uh, January of 1986 that story lingered for years so we couldn't get it off our minds and now because we're so desensitized with so many things that are going on in no. the world Do that when hold up hold up hold up hold up when a story like uh, Ian comes up and destroys you know property and kills people as 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 horrible as it is Donnie uh, it's like 3 days later it's forgotten because there's so many of the things that are on our minds. But go ahead, sorry.
3: I was going to say the covid thing, that must be a news cycle record that stayed in the top of the headlines for like three years.
4: Yeah, it did. Well, and 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 again, I compare milestones or news stories and again, if you look at it, let's let's look at things right now. Uh, I said the Challenger, the biggest thing that ever happened in the 80s In the 90s. The biggest thing that ever happened in the 90s uh, was the impeachment of uh, of uh, Bill Clinton. Uh, the biggest thing that happened in uh, the early 2000s, of course, was 9/11, and uh, and uh, Barack Obama becomes president. And then, of course, we get to this decade, uh, and then we're not, we're not even halfway through it, and uh, we we can write you know a vol- a volume of books about you know the divide in America, COVID. So COVID is in my opinion it makes 9/11 look like a day in the a walk in the park <coughs> because it was worldwide and it became so politicized and uh, and then of course who could forget uh, uh, George Floyd and uh, and the insurrection so there's three strikes against the Republicans covid it was a great way for fauci and all the liberals and all the Martha Vineyard type to, uh, to remove our president, to say he's you know he's he's not ready for for something like this everyone should not get a vaccination because Trump's coming up with this you shouldn't put that in your body then then uh, the uh, uh, inauguration is uh, comes in in January 2021 weeks after nine, uh, after uh, January 6 and everyone says okay go out and get your your vaccination why because it's a different president now we could trust it now so the hypocrisy hey, you about,
3: can I ask you about your uh, Susan Duffy ad that I just heard? Uh, yeah, so I right, go, how long has that been on?
4: Um, I don't know. A couple of days. Today's Wednesday. Okay, so I, cause I
3: just heard the first first time uh, just a little bit ago. Yeah. So who, so are you uh, Susan Duffy, or who are you voting for in that one?
4: Uh, um, um, <clears throat> what, what's your name again? Donnie? I you, I going I, to have
3: to send Scott Flowers, because that was
4: <laughs> I, I I am a pawn of of radio society, and I know this is a cop out answer, but uh, again, uh, people, you know, I work with people on both sides of the political coin, and sometimes uh, in the same race. And I've actually helped Scott before. Uh, I I take information from a candidate that they want me to read, and I read it. And uh, they like my voice, and they know who yeah. I am, so they are. So that's who I am. Money, money, money. No, no money. <laughs> no, mo- I don't get paid for that. It's just part of my duty. So that's what I do. Uh, so I, again, I, I know that's not the answer you probably thought I was going to say, because uh, on the no, surface do it doesn't seem that way.
3: No, I do have to say that um, as harsh as it as it was, yeah.
2: That ad, I mean, it, it was true. I mean, Scott did, you know, do some shaky things over the COVID deal when he should have stood up for for us instead. He just bowed out. No, that
4: that's that's what his opponent um, is but, uh, bringing up. I mean, yeah.
2: Mister
3: Gray, he's pretty much a lock, in don't what do you say?
4: Going to I again. I I, I only dis- I only disperse information on my side. Uh, I uh, we have offered to have this venue as a uh, a debate uh, platform. I saw the debate last week or so. Was it two weeks ago on Channel Seven? Um, that was a travesty in my opinion. But you know, uh, and I don't Channel think it would be 7 any doesn't be
3: better. Doesn't know what they're
0: doing. I don't think. It,
4: I, hopefully, it would be better here. But I don't know.
3: reporting. Okay.
4: Right. Well, I don't know. I just I just thought the format was and it was one hour long. I don't know if anybody learned anything about the candidates or well, for that matter, if anyone actually watched it like I did, because I'm in the business. Donnie, you would watch it. Jeff Graham would watch it, although he said he didn't. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know if a debate works. I, I think people make up their minds. And, uh, you know, if if a radio ad like my voice or someone else's voice can con- convince someone to uh, vote one way or the other, um, that's what we're here for, Donnie. So that's what I'm all about. But anyway, I got to go. I got to do a break. I got to get out of here. All right. All right. No problem. Though. All right. Thanks, yep. Donnie. Donnie's coming back. He's on his way back. He's almost at the New York border. Now, look, I was going to play Claudia, but, you know, because of Joe, I, I got to save this. I can't do this. It's, the segment here is too long. And she talks, you uh, know, we talked, like I said, for over 30 minutes uh, about uh, the new uh, customs uh, location. And also, uh, uh, this part two talks about homelessness and, uh, and her thoughts about uh, what the midterms are going to wind up uh, looking like. So uh, I can't play that right now. So what, uh, what I do, uh, what I will do, rather, is do a commercial break, and we'll be back right after this. Roof looking all the- Hi, welcome back. Uh, so we got about five minutes left, a little less than five minutes. <coughs> the terrible story that happened in Bristol, Connecticut. Uh, two police officers were killed, and uh, this was the big story today. I'll be real quick. Someone's on the line. The two Connecticut cops shot dead by a deranged gunman. Wednesday night, last night, deliberately were lured to their to their deaths by a false nine one one call. Uh, the police received a nine one one call uh, reporting a possible domestic violence incident between two siblings. Uh, preliminary information appears to point to the nine eleven call being a deliberate act to lure law enforcement to the scene. It was an ambush, essentially, so, uh, a scene that you would see at the end of uh, the new Centurions. Uh, a little different scenario with Stacey Ke- Keach. By the way, great movie. Police also identified the killer, also shot dead at the scene. His name is Nicholas Butcher, 35 years old. Uh, so that's that's the reason why those police officers were killed. It was an ambush from the beginning. Just a terrible story. How you're on the air.
0: Hey, I meant to tell you yesterday, you must have just missed the air raids because, like, first or second grade, we were having to climb under our desks for the air raids.
4: Uh, you know, it's funny because Sandy's about two years older than me, and she said the same thing, and I thought exactly that. I thought jeepers, I I I must have missed that by like you said one or two years. We never had them.
0: Yeah, just right on the line. Yeah, cuz yeah, I, me- I remember <laughs> we had those blocky wood desks we had to climb underneath and put a book up to our face. Did page. you actually
4: have uh, to run home though? Did I mean someone said they they no, Someone said they had to run home. Like, well, that's that's like
0: No, no, we just hid under our desk and put huh. a book up to our face. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, nine. Yeah, it's weird yeah. because I uh, uh, I drove by some faci- I drove by a McDonald's not too long ago. They had a a fire drill. Fire drills were always kind of fun uh, in a way because, you know, you, everyone had to be serious. You had to line up. Whether or not that was true, I mean, there was a horrible uh, fire at a Catholic school in Chicago back in the early, mid 60s. And it's a horrible story. If you ever hear it, you look it up if you can. And the fire started in the back of the building. No one saw it. By the time uh, people realized the fire was there, it was way too late. And scores of kids and adults died. In fact, it's a horror. If you, again, there's a there's an interview of of someone talking about how a nun opened up the door and looked down the uh, hallway, saw the flames and smoke, cl- shut the door, and got on her knees and started praying. And, uh, oh no! Yeah, I mean, she's like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So happen. so when we see like, oh oh, get in a get in a single file. I say, well, that's nice to know that the kids are prepared if they really need it but it but if the fire is out of control god that's when panic happens yeah. and no matter what you do to prepare high for we, that
0: we, yeah. high, we had a week where there was bomb scares every day and they'd send us home every day and mm-hmm. then they started having us just go up to the bleachers on the fairgrounds and wow <laughs> and the party was sounds over, like the
4: old days all right listen S.G., i got one more call yeah. it's probably yeah. somebody but i i got I got less than a minute that was sg how you are in the air?
2: just a quick on uh, yeah. the the difference between your coffin yeah. and Hillary's coffin was Hillary's coffin never started until the hard questions came? <laughs> and when I watched her do that, that was the fakest cough I have ever seen. Huh. But every time a hard question came her way, right. that coffin started. <laughs> so yeah. that's the difference. <laughs> between good, good
4: observation. Well, thank you. Got you. A real no, I, 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 but thank you. No, no, I, I'm taking care of. it, But thank you for the concern. Thank you uh, because really, no, this this medication that I started taking a week ago, over a week ago now. It's really working. Except today, I had a little bit of a lapse. But believe me, I'm sleeping better, and I and I really appreciate the concern from that call and many others, Sandy and everyone else. AM twelve forty, WE ten what makes this legal. Up next, CBS. This is CBS News on the hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Steve Futterman in Los Angeles. Drama
0: on Capitol Hill today as the January sixth Committee issued a subpoena for former President Trump. Here's CBS's Skylar Henry.
1: There are nine eyes. And zero no's.